0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is
1: believe.
2: Welcome back, sports fans, to another episode of the Charity Stripe Podcast, Sode 152, to be exact. And on the slate today, we got a full bar of sweet nothings to whisper in your ear. Nikki Snacks Crider, why don't you tell him one thing we'll be talking about?
1: The most dangerous hitters in the 2000s. Toss. The
2: Houston Rockets and where they go from here. And we're also going to talk about Game of Thrones. And a whole lot more So here we go three two one we're back we sitting here i supposed to be the franchise
0: player and we're in here talking
2: about
1: practice uh-huh.
2: Lock at five. Pass is intercepted at the goal line by Malcolm Butler. Rebound box. Back out to Allen. History point. back. Tie game! Gives it to Jenkins for the championship.
1: <laughs> He's going for the corner. He's got it. Bases loaded. Two out.
2: We're back, baby. It's the Charity Stripe. Hit your free throws because they freeze. Sold 152 coming hotter at you guys And Sold 151. And I am flanked on my left and on my right by Alex Toss Me the Rock Tessopolis and Nikki Snacks Kreider. And we are brought to you guys by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one sports podcast network in Los Angeles. For those listening at home, on the road, on the train, in the air, or on the water, do you believe? We got a full... Nicky Snacks Kreider is back in the studio. He was at a shoot last week for the San, for the Los Angeles Chargers calendar shoot Did the whole month of December. Nick, how, was that a lot of fun for you? I mean, that must have been a dream come true, we assumed.
1: Is exhilarating.
2: Lovely, man. I uh, can't wait to hear more about it off the air. Um, but we'll get right into it, APU, as per usual. We'll kick it off with some fan questions. Question number one, Dear Josh, Nick, and Toss from the charity Stripe, What are the worst trades of all time? In sports history, and that's from Jordan in New York. It may come as a shock to you guys, but there have been a flurry of just horrific trades in sports history. I was going through the list today, and some of it was just complete nonsense. You know, you have the typicals, right? But basically anything the Brooklyn Nets did—they traded Gerald Wall- they traded for Gerald Wallace to the Portland Trail Blazers, from the Portland Trail Blazers for what would be a future first-round pick, turned out to be Damian Lillard. They basically traded their. All their draft capital from 2010 to now to Boston Celtics, which cost them, you know, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Marcus Smart, a flurry of players, you know, just for an aging Kevin Garnett, an aging Paul Pierce, an aging Jason Terry. I mean, that was one of the worst trades in sports history, right? You got the 1980 when the Warriors traded Robert Parrish in a first round pick, which ended up being Kevin McHale for Joe Barry Carroll, the first overall pick to, again, the Boston Celtics. Barry Carroll was only a one-time All-Star while the other two guys went on to be in the Hall of Fame. And then the Hornets trading the 13th overall pick from, yeah, is shaking his head at me, for Vlad Divac, and that turned out to be Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant straight up could have been a Hornet, not a Laker, and it wasn't like he was like the first overall pick. You know, this guy was a kid coming out of high school, 13th overall pick, they're like, all right, you know, the Lakers are going like, to we'll take a flyer <laughs> on this guy, and it happens to be one of the best steals of all time you have the falcons trading Brett Favre to the packers for in 1992 for the fir- for the first round pick which is a disaster for the falcons i mean the falcons go on to go through a flurry of quarterbacks they finally get to Mike Vick but he you know falls off for fighting with dogs which is complete nonsense and then they finally land a Matt Ryan but that's what i'm not that a couple years, of years 16, later, yeah, a few yeah. years later, sixteen years later to be exact, honestly. So that was a disaster. Sonics trading Scottie Pippen for Olden Polynice, which is yeah. nonsense. And then you got like the typicals, you know, the big unit traded to the Mariners for just the three of us, pretty much. Brett Hull, a little hockey for you guys. The Flames did not give him a chance. Traded to the Blues, where he won an MVP in 1991. But I think the two worst trades in sports history both lie in the NFL, and it's when the Dallas Cowboys traded Herschel Walker to the Minnesota Vikings for four players, two first-round picks and three second-round picks. I mean, five players actually. Five players, sorry. What the f- What the fuck? And then the, and then the Ricky Williams trade when they Dicka traded the entire 1999 draft. Plus a first rounder in two thousand for Ricky Williams. Like if I wouldn't do it in Madden, it should not be done in real life. You know what I'm saying? I like people go, where do you want the charity stripe to become? Like what's your what's your goals? And I want a thing to be if the charity stripe team would not do it in an EA sports game or a two K franchise game, it should not be done in real life. And people say that with serious and earnest. You know? I would what are you thinking? One player for like nine, yeah.
0: That's like trading everything that we've done so far on the show for like a candy bar,
2: for like a candy, for like one guest, delicious like a, candy mi-
0: bar. No, like a yeah. I was gonna say Milky Way, which is like not that good though. A like hundred grand,
2: hundred grand, hundred grand a good one. Hundred grand's way better than Milky Way. Milky that's way one of my sucks. favorite, actually. Yeah. Do you guys yeah. like Three Musketeers? No, no, horrible.
0: Yeah, it's D-
2: disgusting. I'd like a little, like a, a snack size Three Musketeers, but frozen. And an, but an
0: entire candy bar of that—that's too I'd rather much.
2: I'd rather throw up. honestly, and like it's like nothing's worse than an almond joy.
1: Oh, you know? I actually like almond joy. Do you like
2: mounds? Ugh. Oh no. Is that like g- coconut? Not mm. in candy. They don't yeah. do it right. right. I mean, like the the Three Musketeers is like the candy bar of like the Brooklyn Nets. In hey, the two that mid okay. two thousands, two thousands. You keep
0: talking shit about the Brooklyn Nets. They're about to be pretty good.
2: They're about to be pretty good. They but, were made the
0: playoffs this year, but
2: they could have been really good. They could have been really good all along. Could have been. They could have been really good. They actually made a. Fi- they finally made a good deal for D'Angelo Russell. That was like a good trade, they made. But all those trades, like we could go on forever. But those, I mean, those two trades, the, the Babe
0: Ruth, tr- getting yeah, traded for a musical, hundred thousand dollars, and <laughs> and a music and a rights to the rights to No No nanette the musical yeah that's like that's really into a
1: babe ruth candy bar yeah if Baby you ruth. could that's a good candy bar if, if you
2: could trade <laughs> babe ruth what a mistake what, what it like what i've never even heard of that musical like what what musical would you try to your rival you were like we don't need this guy but we do need that musical what musical would you trade him for is there even like a musical that you would consider moving him for like a pack west side then, story maybe you would swap one like straight up ruth for west side story no yeah. i like a package maybe yeah
1: it'd have to be like Cats and West Side Story
2: Cats is a slouched movie and right. <laughs> a terrible pick you wouldn't you Nick you couldn't last 10 minutes in Cats
1: probably not <laughs>
2: dude you no way no way you can last. The- fiddler, fiddler. Because I'm a dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. Oh, God, that is disgusting. Who
0: knew that we were going to be talking about musicals so early in the show? And candy bars.
2: But yeah, I mean, can you guys really argue with me that the Herschel Walker and Ricky Williams? I don't know which one's worse. Honestly, I might say the Herschel Walker one's worse, just because of they ended up picking Emmett Smith. So yeah. it was like they got they got a better running back than Herschel Walker, and then just like ten other dudes. That were contributors it's about numbers. You gotta have players to play the
0: game. They
2: could it could have been Herschel. <laughs> that Walker. would never happen
0: in today's NFL.
2: Never. I mean, the closest thing we had, Nick, you were talking about it earlier, is the RG three trade. But there's a quarterback. It's the not Rams. a running back, though. Yeah. Oh no way, dude. No way. I'm trying to think of like a running like Le'Veon Bell. Like, I'm sure the Steelers tried to trade him, but I don't think anybody was giving up We were talking about it on the show like when it was going down. Like, no one. I wouldn't give a first round pick for any running back. Maybe, maybe Zeke. Or Saquon, because they're young and fresh, and I think they're the best too. But like David Johnson, like Kamara maybe. Like Kamara, maybe. Gurley, not with the knee. Le'Veon, not with the mileage. It's, it's a no, it's a yeah. It's a tough sell. It's a tough sell. Really tough sell. But yeah, those are the worst trades in sports history. Fight me on it. I dare you. Question number two, dear Josh, Nick, and Tossman, Chattie Stripe. Who's got the most upside at a Zion Williamson in the draft? That's from Eric in L.A. We find out the draft order uh, this Tuesday, I believe.
0: Yeah, I can't wait for the Mavs to get the first pick. What, what's going to happen? What the if the lottery just pans out, like, just in an awesome fashion for Mavs fans? I'd be super, super excited. Yeah, but take off. We've got a 6% chance. It's ridiculous. That's a good chance. It and,
2: is. And the, the, what is it? The Cavs, the Suns, and the Knicks all have 14%? Yeah. If the Knicks end up with, like, the third pick, that's kind of... that They need RJ or Zion.
0: Yeah. I mean, but people are talking about
2: the Suns taking Ja over RJ. Which, yeah, I think if they get the third pick, they're kind of chilling because I think the, the Suns...
0: I just think for the Knicks, they need a guy that's, even if they don't get Zion, they need RJ because Ja can't step into that role of like being the face of a franchise yet. And I don't know. He needs to be groomed into what I we think he's going know. to be, this Westbrook-esque player.
2: Yeah, I don't know if he's also the guy for them because the DSJ kind of does the same thing. Like, he's like he's like that explosive player who needs the ball in his hands. He's a little bit, I mean, he's smaller, Um yeah, but he's he like give him a shot. I yeah. think he just didn't fit in Dallas. He played well in the second half of the season. Yeah, he was yeah, really. Yeah, Carlisle,
0: Carlisle has a hard time getting his point guards under control. Um, that's why you know Jason Rondo, Kidd. Yeah, Jason Kidd was such a blessing for him because like that guy's so easy to work with. But yeah, yeah, I mean I think DSJ they don't need Shaw
2: and a guy a guy I'm gonna throw out to answer the question is Darius Garland who many people are sleeping on because of he only played five games in 139 minutes. At Vanderbilt before he tore his meniscus and his season was kind of kaput. But this is a guy that's going to go in the top five. People are talking about Culver, who's good. Hunter, who's good. They're wing players who, you know, have good upside and kind of have low floors, you know, which is good to see in the NBA if you're picking the lottery. But this guy, Garland, has the kind of range and the kind of playmaking ability that people need with a guard nowadays if you want to win games. Damian Lillard, Steph Curry. I'm not saying he's going to be like that you know, but he's kind of got that range.
0: You yeah, know? yeah. I mean, Culver is interesting because I, Culver, like, I, I think he, you talk about a low floor, I think his his floor is, is really low. He could be a bust, easily. He could just be like a wing guy that
2: I don't think it'll be a That bust. doesn't that doesn't pan out at all. But like look like an Al Aminu, just like to throw his name out there. And Culver's not that big of a body does Al Aminu. but he's a guy that's had like staying power. He's bounced around teams. I think a Culver, Culver is athletic enough and has the skill set enough, and he's a good enough defender and he, he could and he's explosive. That if he doesn't get hurt, he could be like a ten year vet. I'm not saying he's gonna be an all star, but he could be a guy that bounces around some teams and as a contributor off the bench at the very worst. I think the same at thing. The, with worst, the Hunter.
0: I don't know. I think he could. Oh, I think Hunter could disappear. He could absolutely disappear. Like Ben McAmore. He's not nearly Robinson. Hunter's not nearly as athletic as Culver is. No, but he's like, he's not as good of a ball handler either, which no, he's not. Yeah.
2: But I think he's a good scorer and he kind of finds his game well and he melds well with teams. He, he I melded mean, well in I Virginia. just get I get scared
0: about guys that are that kind of player, um and, and are that size and, and you know, coming from college where they could post and and could operate really well and then have to kind of transition into the three four role in the pros. But where like, they can't but just then, body guys. But then you look at guys like Draymond Green, and Draymond Green is one of the best players in the NBA. No. I mean, he like for, for his team and what he does. I mean, he shoots the three now, right? He rebounds really well. He's he's become a, a pretty good rim protector. He's a fantastic passer. and he's an amazing passer. Yeah. Which is the key.
2: Which I right. think right. like the Jokic,
0: which the I don't Draymond, think I or... don't think Culver to me right now has that awareness from a passing standpoint. No way. He's no more way. of a scorer type. But I, slasher. Think, I
2: I don't think Hunter has that awareness as a passer either. I think no. he just melds well with a team. Mm-hmm. So I, if like the like if the Mavs nabbed him to kind of replace Harrison Barnes, that wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. For you guys, yeah, it's just not like I think he'd fit well. He'd fit better in Atlanta than Culver would. Yeah, that may be crazy to say. I they don't need Garland. They don't need Ja. Atlanta. Atlanta's in a tricky position. If they get your pick, like the Mavs pick and their pick, it's huge, I'm, I'm, it's huge for them. I'm I'm curious to see if they can move they can up tra- and get,
0: trade up to yeah. get RJ. Because
2: no, whoever has the one, it's just going to take Zion, and that's just the case. That's just like the long and short of it. Right there, I don't think there's much of a shock value, you know. But it's it, Cleveland's in a tricky position, and we'll get to them in a little bit. But I, I'm, Darius Garland's a guy to keep your eye on because people are really not talking about them except the experts. Everyone's focused on the top three guys, focused on like you know the March Madness heroes and Hunter and Culver, uh, the high upside guy like Jackson Hayes, who's a bit of a risky process pros, uh, prospect. Same with Bull Bull.
0: Yeah, I mean, if Darius Garland doesn't, if he gets picked behind Rui, I'm going to be pretty pretty upset I, i'm i'm not really buying Rui that much i'm
2: taking i was actually gonna say i like brandon clark more than like Hachimura. yeah
0: i also i i mean keep an eye on jackson hayes i i he's such a freak athlete and such a great say he might go in the top 10 rim protector yeah. i think he i think it will i think kobe white if kobe I mean, white look, falls out
2: of the top 10 i think some team's gonna walk away with a massive steal i agree with that great, well. shooter. great shooter great shooter great playmaker as well commands the floor amazing hair Amazing. Yeah, Nick, I know you love his hair. He's got six flow. I mean, Kobe White has no business falling out of the top ten. Like, Nas Little could fall out of the top ten. Jackson Hayes could fall out of the top ten. I mean, call me crazy, I would take Kobe White over Cam Reddish. That's a very hard. Are there any
1: international guys this year?
2: Yeah, Yeah. there's a couple. The guy from France, what's his name? Sekou
0: Dumbuya. Yeah, he's like a wing, small forward, power forward guy. He's like like 6'9", good length, can shoot pretty well. He's pretty raw, but he could end up being like a... I don't know. He reminds me of like what Thonmaker Maker kind of was coming into the league.
2: Yeah, but look what the Knicks just did with Frenchie. You know, I I can't I can't take that guy over a, a Nas Little. Like I can't do that. I can't take him over. You know, I've Heldon actually Johnson. Yeah,
0: I've actually watched a lot of um, Dumbuya's tape, and I think, but you could see him. I could see him dropping down, and someone like, I don't know, if. if Cleveland nabs them with their 26th pick. Like, that's, like, a good flyer oh, down yeah, there. yeah, 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 yeah. If he falls to the flyer. 20s, then those guys are, like, if Boston gets him, like, he could turn on into being, like, a really good player.
2: I'm not taking him in the lottery, though. No. Like, there's too many, like, good players who are safe picks for me. Like, I think Nas Little, Keldon Johnson will be contributors. I'm not saying they're going to be elite players, but I think they'll be contributors. I think Bruno Fernando has some nice upside there. Um, and Romeo Langford, honestly. Romeo Langford's pretty good, too. He just had, like, too much weight on his shoulders.
0: I agree. No, I think Langford easily could have, you know, obviously a lot of people know that he easily could have been a top 10 pick.
2: Yeah. If he played on like a team like Kansas where he had less pressure, mm-hmm. less to do, where he had too much to do, too much of a spotlight on him in Indiana, and it kind of hurt him a little bit. Um, But yeah, I, a good guy for me is Darius Garland. Darius keep, Garland, to yeah. To keep an eye on. And Brandon Clark, too. I like Brandon Clark. He's gonna be like a nice pick. Like if Jared Sullinger never got hurt, he would have been a really good pick in the twenties. Yeah, like, like, when I mean, Celtics got him.
0: I'm, I'm. This is a fair weather pick here, but I'm. I think Jackson Hayes is really. He's really fantastic. I He could end up being DeAndre Jordan. Like actually, he's that athletic. But I can't. Way
1: better shooting. I can't. Yes. Dis- yeah.
0: yeah but I mean, shooter. his role like in the current <laughs> NBA is not gonna be like a. He's not gonna bring people out of the paint. He's gonna be like a Clint Capella type, yeah. where he's like catching catching person. oops yeah. and yeah.
2: Yeah, we, you know, I, I, I mean, I can't say, oh, where's the production because it happens year after year with Texas big man Jared Allen, Miles Turner. We haven't seen much from Mo, but I think, I hope he'll take a leap next year with the Magic. I mean, these guys kind of explode and get the NBA scene. You they're know, just like they're that, ready
0: for the NBA. They've yeah. been ready for the NBA for for quite some time, and they just kind of get thrust into this Texas whirlwind that ends up not yielding the best results from the college spectrum, but they end up panning out in the NBA. Yeah, I Time agree. and time again.
2: I just think the fourth guy off the board should be Darius Garland. I think that's a fair statement. I think people will see that as the draft gets closer. Moving on, question number three. Dear Josh, Nick, and Toss from the Charity Stripe. Most dangerous hitters of the 2000s, and that's from Brian in New York. Most dangerous hitters of the 2000s. We threw up a bunch of questions on Friday in the polls. People get triggered by the polls. Who's the most dangerous hitter here? Who's the most dangerous hitter there? and people are pitted it was some close polls some close voting and so you know p- promised people to ask questions from it and we kind of went across the diamond we just did three outfielders because it was too it was tough to do a left fielder a center fielder and a right fielder you know and we kind of this cuz the center fielder was a bit of a drop off after the left field so we threw in the outfield we threw bonds as the most obvious candidate followed by vlad followed by manny as much as i like each hero there's guys who are the toughest out Oli Jeter, Ichiro, those guys are super tough outs. Then there's guys who are like, and listen, Adam Dunn is nowhere near the caliber Hall of Fame player that those guys are, but he's at the very farthest end of a spectrum of like an all or nothing type guy.
0: But he's, you have to, you want to pitch around him though. Yeah, maybe he's got
2: that much power. Maybe a guy I could bring closer to like that kind of level is Jeff Bagwell. You know, in that Hall of Fame type level, Jeff Bagwell is not an all-or-nothing guy because he's obviously hit for super high average, but he isn't as dangerous as the guy we have at first base, who's Pujols. I think Pujols, in his prime, he can just really. There's no. I think he's the best hitter I've seen in my life. When I really best overall hitter in my lifetime, I've seen.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's he's 39 right now, and he's still hitting bombs.
2: Yeah, he hit 2,000 RBIs when he was before he went to the Angels, which kind of fucked his career a little bit. When he was in the Cardinals, I mean, he had that stretch of 10 years. It was like 30 home runs, 100 RBIs, that like 320, you know, it's a complete monster. He he was just a lock at the plate, locked in at the plate, a guy who made everybody around. A couple of MVPs. A couple of MVPs, a guy, rookie of the year, you know, a guy from start to finish in the Cardinals uniform who was super dangerous. So I think of all positions, the biggest lock is him at first, bonds in the outfield, then you gotta go Vlad and Manny being Manny, say what you will about his past. You know, he's got a checkered past with some steroid issues. But Manny in his prime is just super dangerous. Yeah. He is clutch. Dan, fast, fast hands. Fast hands, 555 home runs. He could change the game with one swing of the bat. So those guys in the outfield, first base are pretty much locked in. I don't think you could find <laughs> a better hitter in the 2000s at, at second base than Robinson Cano. Your next best bet is going to be Chase, Chase Utley. Yeah. Utley's good. He's not Robinson Cano. Robinson Cano. The
0: consistency for Cano kind of strings it out for he's me. He's got
2: a Hall of Fame career. He's got a Hall of Fame resume, Cano does. Yeah. So that's him at second base. Yeah, he just
1: his his uh, 25th. Twenty-five, twenty fifth hundred I guess how you say it. Twenty fifth hundred hit, hit. hit. Yeah. yeah. He's against the Padres. I mean, he'll, he'll
2: he'll make him he'll make a run for three thousand, which would <clears throat> be interesting to see. Um and then you got at short. We're gonna sneak A-rod back in there because A-rod was a shortstop for most of his career. And as good as Jeter is, he's not he's no A-rod. A-rod is like Bonds, Pujols, and him are like the three guys. Who are just the three most dangerous, three-headed monster.
1: Six hundred, you know.
2: Yeah, and then third, we'll so throw bad. Chipper Jones. The, one of the questions we had: who is a more dangerous hitter, Jones or Jeter? And not to poo-poo Jeter because, like I'm saying, Jeter's. Get t- I think Jeter's a tougher out than Jones. He's just Jones is just lethal to spray the ball across the field in the stands. Yeah, he, he was the heart and soul of a Braves team that was just dominant, as dominant like they didn't have they didn't finish like the Yankees did. They didn't have the rings the Yankees did, but they won as many pennants. And yeah, that's sh- ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, he's he's a better career average hitter than Jeter. He also has more power, obviously,
0: mm-hmm. and he's also a switch hitter. Yeah, so you know he's got the advantage on any
1: pitcher that he's facing. His name's Chipper. Yeah, it's yeah. a great name.
2: And then we had <laughs> born we have, to play baseball. And then we had at the catcher position, uh, Posada and Piazza and Rodriguez. Um, those guys you want to throw in there, but two thousand is the most dangerous hitter. that is is Joe Mauer? Joe Mauer at his best is just lethal. You know, he 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 hit 365 one year when it's he not, won the eleven MVP. Yeah, yeah, 28 home runs. Just a guy that really got it done. You know, he 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 was the heart and soul of again like a really good Twins team. That Twins team was good.
1: You know what's funny is we're actually talking about a lot of guys who are on the cover of like MLB Baseball or Show, like or like MVP Baseball. So we got Manny, we got Pujols, we've got mm-hmm. Vlad, you have Maurer. All those guys were on the cover of these video games. Yeah. Yeah. They only put like the superstar on the I mean, look, you have Bryce Harper on this year's. Last year you had Judge. You know?
2: I think Harper is, like we're talking about most overrated dangerous hitters. Harper's gotta be thrown. He's not now nowadays game. I mean, he's proven thus far this year that his contract was what we thought it would be. Um, but then we get to DH, and I think this is the toughest because there's two guys that have been off this list that are super dangerous, Miguel Cabrera and David Ortiz. And if you ask me whose career I'd rather have, I'd say David Ortiz, because I have rings over everything. I'll take his three rings over Biggie's one ring and two back-to-back MVPs and Triple Crown. But as far as pure, dangerous hitter in their prime, Miguel Cabrera is like 1B to Pujols is 1A. And that is saying something. You, the, to win the Triple Crown and win the MVP award over Mike Trout in a year where he hit 30 home runs and 49 steals, is just crazy. The guy, and then he had a better year the year after that statistically. To win the triple crown, it hadn't been done since '67. You know, so it's completely it's it's a rare feat. So pitchers have done it, but not like not since he in '67 was the triple crown done. And I think Cabrera. I hate to give him the edge over Poppy because Poppy's my guy, but I think we've all come to a consensus that he's our DH yep. in that situation.
0: That's a stacked team.
2: Yeah, it is a stacked team, and it's crazy. It's a stacked team, but Manny and Poppy played together. A-Rod and Cano played together. Some of these guys played together, you know? Yeah. Some of these guys played on the same team. So think about that. We're talking like honorable mention. Jeter's an honorable mention,
0: too, he and played, he's on that, we, that same team. He's
2: the same team as two of the other guys, you know? He's an honorable mention. You throw Beltran and Bagwell in the mix right there. I'll throw mention, uh, Derek Ichiro, Lee in there, too. That's a hard throw for me.
1: What do you mean? He he almost hit for the triple crown.
2: He's good. He's not the cow he's not a Hall of Famer like these guys are.
1: Yeah, but am t- if you're talking about like in the early two thousands, like he was a dangerous hitter. He was. Yeah. He, he and was he team. had the they had the corner of the diamond.
0: One of the most dangerous duos. Aramis, Aramis Ramirez, Ramirez and yeah. Derek, Derek Lee. Lee.
2: But I don't yeah. think Derek Lee's any I would take Soriano over Derek Lee.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I'm just I'm thinking about like the No, triple that's a throw out.
2: Like, yeah. I think I would take Soriano over Lee. I would take Berkman and Larry Walker.
0: Yeah. Beltran.
2: Beltran for sure. Todd Helton. Yeah. Oh yeah. Helton's a guy. Got in Delgado. Helton, and Delgado, Delgado
0: and Beltran, and David Wright is a pretty. That was a nice, and a nice and Jose, team. And Jose Reyes. That, that was, was a sweet, really sweet nice Mets team. team. Yeah. That was
2: a really sweet. Talk about a team that blew it, blew it. <laughs> that was a really sweet Mets team. But yeah, I mean, the 2000s was the best. One of the was it the best era for hitters. That's a really tough sell. Because a lot of. I mean, a great era for first baseman. Ryan Howard, Justin Frank, Morneau, Frank Thomas, Frank Thomas. Thomas is really in the name. Tommy, who
0: were yeah. we were talking to- about. But Thomas, he continued yeah, he it, though. Carried he carried
2: over. Tommy carried over. Canerco. Yep. Yeah, good error for first baseman. First baseman, bomb. Bomb, dude. That was a sick. Wow. Giambi. Damn.
0: We're talking about Dunn, who played left field, Dunn's but he also played play first, first base.
2: base. Yeah. And then Votto sneaks in there. Yep. Yeah. 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 Good stuff right there. Question number To share. Oh, man. No, yeah. he- Tashera is, yep. yep. is the Don, dude. share is the Don. Did you guys have a good. Did the Padres have a good first baseman?
1: Adrian Gonzalez.
2: Yeah, they did. Stolen yeah, they, from the Rangers. Stolen. What a bastard! Dude. Uh, moving on. A question number four. Dear Josh, Nick and Toss from the charity stripe. What's next for the Houston Rockets? And that's from John in Texas. Uh, what are the Houston Rockets going to do? Because call me crazy. That was the best chance they had. They blew it. They blew it, dude. They, you know Kevin Durant. You have the lead at home. You got to close out. I'm sorry. No, dude. Kevin
0: Durant, you hold Steph Curry to zero points in the first half, and the score
2: is tied? I'm sorry, what? Yeah, How? It's James Harden has to do two. That team outside of James Harden is, is not good. Chris Paul is too old, and it's his first year in a four-year extension. That contract was such a mistake. I'm sorry. No offense to Chris Paul. Again, Hall of Fame career, You know, one of the best point guards we've seen in our lifetime. There is a certain point there where a guy's past the, past the hump, and he's like hitting that. For sure. For sure, he's not that much younger than D Wade or LeBron. Two, year, he's, two well, years, he's well, he's LeBron's age.
0: I think he's two years younger than D Wade. Yeah, um, yeah. No, it's it's pretty inexcusable that they didn't go and take care of business. You you lose on home court against you know a Warriors team, which is obviously tremendous, even without Kevin Durant, and we know that. And not to discredit that team at all, because they're a fantastic team. They're very well coached, and the system that they you know, have implemented works obviously, but it's like your game plan obviously is to shut down Steph Curry and Klay Thompson, and you make Andre Iguodala beat you. And yeah, Andre Iguodala has 18 points, but then Steph Curry goes and gets 23 in the fourth quarter. You, what happened to your game plan? You
1: had yeah, 31 in the second half.
2: You what had 33 a, in the second half? You got when he was like he was like 11-11 from the free throw. Don't half. let them the get striped. the ball. Don't the, like you and they had the pieces too. Like, you can't even
0: play Clint Capella because Draymond is such a nightmare. For, those, for him, because, you know, he's such a good passer, like we were just talking about, that he, as soon as he, you know, takes the ball to the basket, someone has to close out on him, and then he's got open shooters, wide open.
2: Yeah, I mean— And though, they're going to knock him down. you had
0: Kevon P- Looney had a fucking fantastic game.
2: You had, you know, you had PJ Tucker, who's a good defender. They, they sneakily had, like, you know, Amon Schumpert. They had guys— Joe had, Green. Joe Green. But then, like these, like, these are the guys I'm listing that they have. Austin Rivers. These are the players that they were rolling out with. These are the, it's like the it's like a little bit better than the Thunder rolling out with Raymond Felton. It's like a little bit better than that. And now the Rockets are stuck with Chris Paul's contract. Obviously they have Harden locked up and Capella. It's like eighty-five percent of their their salary cap. It goes to these guys. They lose Fareed, they lose Schumpert, you know? So Here, what can they do? Here's the issue. Here's the issue is that Paul no one's getting younger on this team,
0: right? Mm. And Paul is old. We just talked about that. Eric Gordon is getting up there in age. Um and he's also having to score like twenty plus, twenty-five plus for them to win games yep. in the playoffs. And you know, James Harden is obviously the piece for the future, but I think that they have to look into trading either Capella or Paul to clear space for oh, one we'll of definitely these big trade these, Chris Paul. For one of these big guys. You
2: can't Chris Paul I
0: know. would rather get get rid of Capella because the fact of the matter is, like I just said, Capella is kind of their Achilles heel when they're playing these fast paced Western conference. Teams.
2: Yeah, but he's twenty four. Chris
1: Paul is supposed to make over forty million dollars the next three years.
2: Yeah, yeah. He's averaging over for the next three seasons, and he's thirty four. But, 34 but right now.
1: look at the teams
0: that are in, and look at their big men and what they can do. Look what Joel Embiid. I mean, okay, the Sixers just lost, right? But look what Joel Embiid does for that team. Mm. No, and yeah. watch him knock down threes. Marcus Ole knocks down threes. I don't think a pelle- I think I don't think he's like he's the main. Problem. He's like a he's like a platoon center though. He is getting paid far too much for his worth.
2: Yeah, but Chris is his contract he's getting He is no
0: hand. better than Ennis Cantor. He might be worse than Ennis Cantor.
2: He's a good defender. I think, I think he's a better defender than Ennis Cantor. But, but is Inter- he a
0: better interior rebounder? No. Did he's they a get good l- interior rebounder though? Not like Cantor is not on the offensive glass. I think Cantor where you're, where you're losing extra, you're extra can't, possessions. You're gonna
2: see Cantor have a tough time against Draymond Green. Okay. You know, the, the dream on My grand. point is is
0: that the Rockets are going nowhere unless they upgrade that position. Because this team cannot win. They've proven it time and time again.
2: I think they're going nowhere unless you get out of that contract and you can't get out of that. You're going to have a tougher time getting out of Chris Paul's contract than the Wizards will getting out of John Wall's. And John Wall's younger. Like six years younger than him. Like that is a... That is a so
0: mission. they're just going to sit and wait and make the playoffs and get bounced
1: the next th- four, three like, years? You don't have much of a choice. I feel like some team would do it. Like, Take whatever you can get,
2: but like who? And I'm sure he's got clauses in his contract too that I don't know off the top of my head. Like that—that that is a really bad contract. That's really screwed them. I and this was their year. And I just—you can't—you can't
0: waste away the rest of James Harden's career because Chris Paul has a bad contract. Move him, move that man, or move Capella and and clear enough space so you can go sign Jimmy Butler.
2: Try to move Chris Paul to the Lakers for just peanuts. You do what you gotta do. James he, Harden is. The Lakers do James that, Harden though?
0: is almost back to He nah. might be, he could be back to back MVPs. How can I, you, I, you
2: I still think he should be. because I think that I think as good as Giannis was, and I think as you know, he Giannis was amazing and dominant, but he wasn't like he's not as big of a game changer, and he's not as
0: Giannis? Yeah, he is
2: as yes, Harden. Yes. But that, that team is so bad without Harden. That team is like rolling out shumpert, Nene. Like, Kenneth Fareed, who's barely played the last four or five I, years. It's just a— it's Like, Giannis's team without Giannis is still going to be, like, an eight seed.
0: Right, but Giannis, it's just the way that he affects both sides of the ball is oh. why he's that much more valuable than James Harden.
2: He's more He's more valuable right now. I would rather have Giannis than Harden, but I think as far as— Yeah, it's called as, the Most
0: Valuable Player Award.
2: But uh, but to a team like— <laughs> he's, as a, He is more
0: valuable. It's the exact same thing that I was talking about today when we're talking about the 76ers, and when Joel Embiid is on the court, they're— Plus eighty, their plus minus is plus eighty, and when he's off the court, they're minus seventy three. Because some players that are like that impact the game so much on both sides of the ball that their entire team plays that much better, and that's how Giannis is for. That's how he is for the Bucks. Look what happened that game one when he had a trash game.
2: They no, got, I, I, <clears throat> I understand that, man. and he
0: th- that's why he's more valuable than than James Harden in my in my opinion.
2: I Just without Harden, that team is.
0: You're it? also talking about the only team that won sixty games.
2: I know, I know. This is a, it's and a, a team it's a, that's
0: still in the, the playoffs.
2: But it's a better team. It's a better team, and you know what? It's a better coach team. Boone Holzer's a better coach than D'Antoni is, I'd say. And I don't, I don't know about that. He's a great. He was great for the Hawks. He's a great coach. Yeah, D'Antoni was a great coach for the Suns. Middleton, I would rather have Middleton right now than Chris Paul.
0: Yeah, I mean, I can't argue with that because Middleton plays defense. And he hits
2: threes. And then you have Brogden. Yeah, Paul was d- detrimental from downtown. But then you up have until that last game, yeah. Brogdon, Bledsoe, Lopez, Mirtich. That team is good. Connaughton, who we love, he's been great. Yeah, for them Miritich
0: is a big man who can shoot threes and rebound.
2: He's good. Like, okay, like, hey, yeah. Like, Harden, is he better than Capella? He might no, be. But if we're even arguing that, then like Harden did so much with so little. That team was. Is okay, it's a lottery. Well,
0: forget team. the MVP. I if James Harden got the MVP, I wouldn't be disappointed. No, you can't be. But the question is, what do they do in the future?
2: The, I'd say if you can't move Chris Paul's contract, you gotta you gotta wait it out because they have no. They can't go get a guy. Like they don't have enough cap space to go get a guy. Because then you can't pay the rest That's of your team. That's inexcusable to have a top five player on your team and be waiting it out. I listen, man. It's not. I I would not be. I would never have signed Chris Paul to that contract. I don't think uh, there's many people it was a dumb it was a dumb move by Mori who had made a series of really good moves as a, as as you know as a GM and that was a really dumb move. Yeah,
0: the Bucks GM is better than
2: the Rockets GM. Oh yeah, I'm not going to argue that. No, I
0: they, like that's why that team is where they are right now.
2: Great. That's why they're in a great good position. Pick-ups. Yeah, fantastic. You can't really argue that. It's frustrating. Segwaying into question number 5, Theo Josh Nagata the chair stripe most hopeless franchise in the NBA and that's some Spencer in Texas. Um, most hopeless franchise in the NBA. Is, is it like the Wizards? Just because you can't get out. You have, they have they have to trade. They have to take on. No one's going to take on John Wall's contract. No one. You have to move Bradley Beal at this point. Or is it not the? it's not the heat? I was the heat was like my number two. I think it might be the heat for me. Just because, I mean, they're books next Because
0: Beal, you can do something with him. Yeah. And Drogic is not Beal, and neither is Whiteside,
2: and neither is James Johnson, and neither is Justice Winslow, and Richard Richardson, and Tyler—they are to Tyler Johnson, but they—they're paying these guys so much money. Yeah, but like their payroll next year is just absolutely out of control. It's guys that you would never, like Dion Waiters, like has like half a good season, they throw him like a fat contract, like in twenty twenty one, not even next year, but the year after that, they're paying James Johnson, Kelly O'Linick. Like, dude, they're paying Kelly Olenek. What, eighteen million? No, they're twelve million, but still. Still. Come on, Ryan Anderson's getting fifteen. Ryan Anderson hasn't been good in like four years.
0: <laughs> now, I think the Heat to me
2: are. White has thirty.
0: All these, all these other like terrible teams, you know, that we've like talked about how bad they are, have really like turned it around, or have gotten players that are like looking very promising for the future. Look at what the Kings did.
2: And now we're like, oh, dude, the Kings. I'm chilling with the Kings. F- flipped it um, around. And even and the would, Hawks. Trey Young. You know, I'm chilling with the Hawks. I'm chilling with the Magic for sure. Dude. The
0: Knicks I'm, are about to get a first round pick and have a ton of cap space. Like their their general manager is doing a good job. They're
2: gonna get somebody. They may they may or may not blow it. I mean, even like the Cavs. I'm a little. They're they're
0: also kind of down there for me.
2: But I, the, I, but would, they are, I would put if the horn. I would put the Hornets. The Hornets are at a worse position, honestly, because in 2021 they have Nick Batum on the books for 27 million dollars how how is that? F- how can you be paying Nick Batum when he's 32 27 how can you who was what are people thinking what are like i don't know like i i i when i say like oh i could do a better job like i know if I, I could i could i really could am i a better scout than some of these guys no and i'll admit that but i would hire people around me who are good scouts when it comes to time to push the red button put my finger on the red button and either push it or don't I will uh, 10 out of 10, get it right every time because I gun to my head. I would have not made half these deals. Bismack Biyombo making $17 million. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. How is that
0: guy? He- I just, it's, I feel really bad for like players in the early two thousands who are so much better than these guys that are getting paid what they're getting paid now. I
2: feel bad for firefighters who should be getting paid this kind of money. Not Bismack. Biombo. Teachers, teachers, like a sick like a sick teacher, like a, the best teacher, is making like 100K.
1: Yeah, but the best teacher can't ever get is fired, that even, though. No, there's no way the best teacher makes 100K. No, way more than that. More?
0: 100%. At a public well, school. Well, what are we talking about here? You went what, to private school, What's though. Right. Public school teachers oftentimes actually make more than private school teachers. Exactly. Because public school teachers are paid by the
2: state. Really? So there are state oh, okay, levels. I'm wrong, of, I'm wrong, yeah. I've been I think biased.
1: most teachers don't make... More than sixty
2: k. No, I did. We we had a kid. We had this one. Kid I mean, if you're
0: family. talking, but if you're talking about like tenured professors at a university, like those people can. Make well, yeah, well, I'm, well, I'm talking about like I'm public talking about, school, high school. I'm
2: talking we, about grade we, school teachers. We had one kid. Well, that's not. Great. Yeah, I mean, we had one kid who snuck into <clears throat> the high school. You know, web and went through it and found out our teacher's salaries. <laughs> <laughs> That's ruthless. Which, which was ruthless. But you, got, you also and have I to consider— I'm not, I feel shameful, but I looked, and it was that they should not be making less than Bismack Biambo.
0: Here's the deal, though, about—and it's the same thing with NBA players, is that in any athlete, honestly— is that they're not—they're getting paid for the season of when they play, which is not the entire year. So, like, yeah, he's getting $17 million a year, But is it even a year? It's like 17 million for what? Six six months? Which is ridiculous.
2: Yeah. He just high fives people. Yeah. He gets like a mil a high five. I'd have to
0: jump so high to high five that
2: guy though. He's so tall. he is pretty tall. So Hornets, Heat, and the Wizards are like the bottom of the barrel going forward. And you know what? Honestly, I'll go with the Heat because they don't have their first-round pick in 2021. That belongs to the Clippers. But now. the Wizards,
0: could, they could blow it up real blow quick it. and turn it around.
2: Yeah, the Heat cannot. The Heat, yeah, I'm going with the Miami Heat. They're in no man's land. All right, and those are the fan questions, guys. Really great stuff. We, you know, obviously spend a lot of time on them because they are super fun. <laughs> Keep them coming. Moving on to biggest balls of the week.
1: you got to be kidding me. You're kidding me. You're kidding me.
2: Are you kidding me? This guy? Are you kidding me? Kidding me. But you're kidding me or what? You've got to be kidding me. You've got to be kidding me. You've got to be kidding me. Oh, you've got to be kidding me! Biggest Balls of the Week, not brought to you by Gold Bond. No chafe life is a safe life. Biggest Balls of the Week, Kawhi Leonard with the dirtiest shot. Uh, Maybe a dirtier shot than Dan Lillard's shot, honestly, just because of the way it bounced around. The quadruple bouncer quadruple bouncer, dude, to win the series in Game 7. I mean, that shot was absolutely ridiculous. Everyone, Nick jumped out of the, the seat. I grabbed on to toss his breast. Like, I, everyone was going crazy <laughs> for that shot and I, it, it was... Pectoral. My breast. <laughs> Sorry, your pectoral. Didn't mean to offend you, right there, big guy. Um, but the uh, <laughs> that shot was absolutely out of control. And he, like, you toss. You like, Do you think he missed it just so he could hit the game winner? And he, he and I then he went might, and did it. He might have. Well, yeah, he because he
1: didn't think he hit that. I mean, obviously, no one did because it bounced around four times. Right, but like the touch, it just. Oh, yeah. sat but Jimmy Butler,
0: Jimmy Butler scores like a layup with four and a half seconds left, and I did say that. I totally forgot that I said that. You but said that's that. And that might have been true, honestly. And he he beats he puts the ball on the deck, beats Ben Simmons and over, Joel Embiid. Actually, he doesn't really Embiid. beat them. He just kind of like goes runs over. around the perimeter and goes shoots over, over them. the top of Embiid. Shoots over them, yeah. Rainbow, Rainbow arc. Rainbow arc. I don't
1: there. know what picture is cooler. That picture of Kawhi, Joel Embiid. Looking at the shot or the picture of Damien getting like mobbed Dame, by those people. The Dame
0: photo of him looking straight into the camera is pretty awesome. I
1: don't know, man. This, this picture is pretty sick.
0: Yeah. It's well, like, this is also the first game winner in a game seven.
1: Oh, really? Yeah.
2: Hmm.
0: Which is crazy.
2: Ever? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Damn. Wow. That's what they well, said. I, I read that. I mean, unless I'm. I feel like that's pretty intense.
1: And he showed like the most emotion I've ever seen, too. He
2: yelled. I was like, whoa. I didn't
0: scream. Uh... Scream. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, like fantastic shot one of the sickest shots i've ever seen i hate watching like after game press conferences with yeah, him I he's so, be- boring. He's I so like, boring i was like i
2: don't even know why i thought it was going to be good i i should have immediately turned the tv off and ended it there he's
0: so plain no dead. no offense
1: but I get, I if get, we had the opportunity to take him as a guest on the show i would i would sit that one out
2: <laughs> what are you crazy <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> Wow!
0: Wow. Shots fired at Kawhi. That's
1: I like. No, I like Kawhi Leonard as a player, but he would put me to sleep.
0: I'd want to like dig into why he's like that.
1: I I would fall asleep.
0: I would go no holds barred. And I'm a
1: fan because uh, he played at San Diego State. I love San Diego State growing up. I would. We would easily. He's gonna be a Clipper.
2: Nick, if you were to sit that one out, I would. I, we'd have to let you sit that one out because there's no way we would ever, in a million years, say no to Kawhi Leonard. One and two, we would have to dig deep. We'd have to, like, you know, maybe like try to get him high. I don't even know. We would go for it though. Like, we would really take a little. just I'm like one of the biggest proponents of like act like you've been there before,
0: and he's very much like that. Like oh, when yeah. he hits the shot at the end of the game, except this time which, like, the way that he described it was, it had never happened to me before. It was very brand. Well, Stark. that's
1: what he was saying. He was yeah. saying that, like, usually I don't show a lot of emotion because I've been there before, but, like, when I do show emotion, it's because it's the first time it's happened to me, and this had never happened to me before, so I had to show emotion. Yeah. I had to show emotion. Is
2: he a robot? I don't know. He <laughs> must be a robot. <laughs> I don't know, man. He's, like, everyone around him was so psyched. Except People you know are actually... expecting I, me I to. I have to human. <laughs> you know I must who, human. You know who... Wasn't that like crazy? Danny Green was pretty composed. Mark DeSoul is like a emotion mo- city. That guy's not holding anything But back. he's he Spanish, wants man. What do you what, a, what do you expect? He wants a title and paella? Boom, boom, pow. That's what that guy wants right there. Not even <laughs> and then run anything.
1: with the bulls.
2: Yeah, Siakam's kind of like being like Kawhi. I, I hope I really hope Kawhi stays. Honestly, I think it'd be cool. I'm interested. I'm interested to see what happens with the 76ers team. I think the Bucks Raptors matchup is what we want. I'm I'm more confident in the Raptors, but I think it's tough because they have to go through Milwaukee, and it's not an easy place to go through. And then we have the Blazers, who won today versus the Warriors. Seth and Steph.
1: Yes. First time brothers are playing in the West Conference Finals.
2: Yeah, and I mean, I, I, I'm hardcore pulling for the Blazers, but it oh, is yeah. a uphill battle to say the least. It is an uphill
1: battle. Well, with no KD, I don't know.
2: He's, he might play, and then Boogie might come back. I mean,
1: Boogie will not come back.
2: I don't know, dude. I not, not happening. Still. With with or without KD or with or without Boogie, they have Steph, they have Clay, and they have Draymond, and they have Steve Kerr, and they have won three times, and been to four straight finals. They and the Blazers have already started. Good. Yeah,
0: the Blazers do have big game Dame. Yeah, <laughs> I'm excited to watch the big game Dame. We talked about this like at the beginning of the playoffs. Like one of the series to watch that I really wanted was Dame versus Steph because they play so much very similar. To
2: each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm super psyched and to they're see killers, it. I think it's going to be really a really high scoring affair. And then moving on to pack your bags, stick a fork in yourself, you're done. Up, you pack, your
0: pack your bags, Pete.
2: Pack your bags, go back to nowhere,
1: done.
2: <laughs> pack your bags, stick a fork in yourself, you're done. Real quick, Doug Baldwin. Adios, amigo. Great career. Hate to see it end with an injury, but glad you're walking away with your health. Uh, it's kind of like an end of an error for the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Old Thomas gone. Cam Chancellor's gone. You know, Richard Sherman left last year. Doug Baldwin, beast mode, beast mode, and they and Russell Wilson's the mainstay. And you know they're going to be contending again. I'll never doubt them again. Him and Pete Carroll, they just replace replace these guys. They pick the right guys. It's
1: the system, the it's it's system, system, man, it's
2: a great system. And I think obviously, you know, they'll be back in a playoff hunt next year. But Doug Baldwin had a really good career, and he's going to be tough to replace. So
0: yeah, it's a bummer that you know he's he's stepping down, but uh. He was only 30 years old, but yeah, that's yeah. just kind of the toll
1: that the game takes on your body. Oh yeah, I mean he won he won championships, and, two know, Pro Bowls, two Le- Pro Bowls, Leather
2: league in touchdowns one year. Yeah, he had a really good career, really good career. Uh, we'll miss seeing him in the fantasy lineups though. Always a good I game. mean, it was always kind of. I mean, if I've had him like the last
0: two years, it's always been a do I play him or is he going to be injured?
2: You know. Yeah. <sniffs> yeah. To yeah.
0: the point. It's been a rough two
2: years for you, from what I recall, <laughs> from the fantasy. Yeah.
0: Well, in oh, one yeah. league, I'm, I
2: mean. I've been contending in my in my <laughs> high school. Year. Just from what I've seen, uh, and yeah, but that's I don't really have much else to say on the Doug Baldwin front. And but his he moved well, to segue into the Game of Thrones recap. He what was the quote he had in his tweet? N- now my watch has
0: ended. That was how he announced
2: his retirement.
1: That's great. That's great. It's
2: great, but I'm also like,
0: why Doug Baldwin? Because you have no he has no previous connecting ties to Game of Thrones. If his last name was Stark, I'd be like, yeah, that's hilarious. Maybe
1: because it's like. Sunday night, and he was watching. Oh no no him no! no. Own- he's
2: he's dating Melisandre. <laughs> what? She, she's dead. Not the actual like, the The <laughs> actress.
0: He's not dating her.
2: All right, but <laughs> that would have been a they, good
1: they, they definitely have, like, a sex tape, right? <laughs> oh,
2: my God. I Nick. don't know. No that's, no, that's a vicious rumor you're just trying to <laughs> <it>. <laughs> That's a vicious rumor. But I will kick that into the Game of Thrones recap, and we have some serious opinions. I've, everyone could just throw, like, one thing. I don't want to get crazy into it because we gotta obviously talk for hours. Okay, we'll start
1: this off by saying that Toss and I both did not like this episode. No. Okay. Right? I'm,
0: I'm, yeah, I'm going to give it a... Uh, no
2: bueno. You know, how many thumbs, how many thumbs down are you gonna give it? Well, I only have two, both of them, both of these thumbs. Damn! Like, what was like? What what my, for me? Like, the worst part was what they did to my favorite character in Jamie Lannister in the last two episodes. All of a sudden, he like breaks this this cycle that he's had, and he uh, assumingly oh sorry guys, spoiler alert's coming ahead. Yeah, so stop listening if you haven't watched. Assumingly though, he he dies by a Peril of falling stones and rocks, he could be alive still. The two guys next, you're to me,
0: like very optimistic about him being I'm
2: alive. Way, I know, I know, I'm being
0: way he's too, dead. I'm, he's dead. Okay, you
1: don't think he's oh, wait, you thought that he might have survived that? Maybe, dude. Arya no, survived dude. like five minutes no, 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 no. in that episode. Look, yeah,
0: here, that's that part of the reason why I really didn't like that episode. To okay.
1: piggyback off that, I'm just pissed off that we waited eight years to see Cersei die by a bunch of rocks. Yeah, we, a bunch of rocks fell on top of Cersei Lannister, and that's how she died.
2: She died with Jamie? Like, let them have it. Like, give me like two more minutes of a moment with them.
1: I I definitely understand the whole like, you know, the symbolism of they came into this world together. They're leaving this world together. So romantic, so poetic. But what the fuck? This girl sucks.
2: And twins. Yeah. Who Cersei?
1: Cersei, bro. But give she, her. I felt sad. The for true her. death.
2: I felt sad for her. Like that was like
1: true blood. I felt really. I felt. <laughs> I, felt so, I felt so. I felt so no. sad
2: in that moment. And. I was like, "Damn! Don't kill my favorite guy like that, and don't kill his homegirl." Like, I kind of lost my hatred for Cersei. Yeah, like, you lost it like real quick, which that, actually was good, which I actually enjoyed. That I she
1: know, killed like, that performance, though she's she amazing. crushed
0: it. She she always does. Lena Head, she's she's a great actress. But I just like the entire episode. The reason why I didn't like it is like you're gonna tell me after watching her operate with just pinpoint precision. For seven seasons, that she's gonna do nothing and just sit, just stand, there. Just stand at the top of the red keep and just no look, game plan and like not realize that everything's burning. Right. There's
2: no secrets. no She's like,
0: "Oh, Blackwater Bay is still good. You can see Blackwater Bay. I can see it in the shot, and it's burning right Smoky. behind you." It's she had turn to no, your left. She, all, the only game... you're not Derek Zoolander. You can
2: turn left. The only, <laughs> yeah, the, the only game plan she had was Kybern and his like little like. There's like harps
0: captain hindsight over there kyber we've already seen all that shit happen man
2: all of a sudden the mountain is gonna kill him i love that that was awesome that that was was awesome you don't like that you're like what was that what the fuck was that like no that was sick he just like abandons his duty just he he hates the hound that much they hate each other that much they're just gonna rip this thing how many times do you have to fucking stab him he stabs him in the eye through his brain like what is this guy a zombie too he's
1: a zombie he's a zombie 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 Mountain.
2: So he just tackles him. I mean, I'm cool with that. I, I didn't mind that. I, no, it was I, fine. Wait, if
1: he's a zombie, how come
0: the Night King didn't use the mountain to kill Cersei Lannister? Different
2: zombie, dude. Mm. Rob Zombie? Different, <laughs> different kind of zombie. Different,
0: right? but come on. I don't d- disclaim. That's that's all you get. That's all you have I to don't, discredit it's that. A different kind of. You know what do I you mean? Yeah,
2: bro. Know. It's a different kind of zombie, bro. It's like a. It's like a kybern zombie. zombie. It's a kybern zombie. It's a. He's like a different kind of zombie, and like Daenerys. Like, so kybern was the baby Night King. Daenerys.
1: Like there's different type of animals inside the ocean. That's there's a, sharks. That's there's dolphins. Such a good point. Nick. You know.
2: That, I'm, I'm with that.
1: The there's sharks, sharks are... Dolphins. Yeah. I mean, and there's
0: whales.
2: And there's whales. And there's, and fish. So many there's fish. There's fish. There's
1: squid. And sea <sighs> anemone.
2: And then also like. Daenerys needs to die. There's eels and Varys too. Like, where was his game plan? No one had a game plan.
0: He's yeah. Like, hey. You're gonna tell me another character who's like one of the smartest characters in the show, and he's just like his last ditch effort is walking up to John These and being guys, like, "Hey, hey, man. Yeah. Well, hey, there's a lot. Of you should be. Th- you should be the right heir. Like, These what's the whole, whole point of full
1: him? NBA executives. What's the whole point game? of him writing that scripture of like talking twice. about how John? He yeah, wrote it twice, bro. Like, Nick and
0: I think that like he actually.
1: Maybe he something sent, happened with it, it somewhere. It. Yeah, we'll see like what a little happens. bird is
0: taking it
2: somewhere or
1: something yeah, like yeah. that. Okay, he definitely had something planned. You his thought he just pocket. burned we it though? Know.
2: He did burn something. He definitely burned it, and he took off his rings. A lot of fire, a lot of burning.
1: Yeah, you know what? I so I, I read and, something that, about the CGI budget. So they obviously had a bunch of fucking money to to waste on fire and pyrotechnics and blow and, CGI stuff up. and blow yeah. stuff up. Which also, how much fire can that? Goddamn dragon breathe. There's no way that 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 dragon would run out of fucking breath. I'm sorry. That there's no way.
0: Yeah, he's got like the best lungs in the game. He's he's white walling every single bong that he hits. Dude, it's a dragon. But but back to my point about the CGI budget. (laughs) It is a dragon. That's a good. I mean, it's a
2: dragon, bro. This is going. this
1: is going back to last week when I was pissed off about how John didn't get the pet Ghost goodbye. They said that they didn't have enough money in the budget to. Make a pet look realistic with Jon and a direwolf. What? You're talking about Game of Thrones, and you don't have the budget to CGI Jon's hand on Ghost.
2: They're really. I just feel bad because they're really, and I think everyone's like most people are on the same page that this is not going well. Like no, the fact that people they the season. The fact that people at the after the show should like have to look around and be like, was it a, was it a good episode? You you know what's like, at, we never had to ask.
0: Here's how it is to me. You know those flip books that you used to play with when you were a kid? Yeah. And then there's like 300 pages, right? You know, and this and it like... gets lazy. No. <laughs> and it's like if you took That's if you so took lazy. every 5th page and removed it. So you're getting like three pages in a row. So it's cutting a lot. It's like cutting all but these hey, things. Hey, wait, how did I get there? Right. Oh, exactly. Yeah. I mean, and thanks. you're not getting the full story to what it could be.
2: You're not just like, we. I could have done with less fire and less pyrotechnics in another episode.
0: Yeah. A lot of, like, wasting time, too, just, like, holding on moments. It's
1: like sometimes when I get really stoned and, like, I walk from one room to the other and I forget how I walked. I'm just out in the other room. Yeah. That's just how it is.
0: But that's important to me. I want to see that.
2: I want to see your walk. Yeah. We, we used to see the walk all the time, man. All the time.
1: But, channel. um, yeah, Homegirl Daenerys is tripping.
2: Oh, and and...
0: Miss Maisie, Arya Stark is uh, she's coming after.
2: She's got to kill her, dude. Like make it quick, kill her, get Sansa on the throne. Uh, Grey Worm, I'm sorry, I feel you. I like that was you that you know that was not necessary, bro. You know she he should have stopped her. He should have stopped her. He knew he put his. heart. Where is he? Yeah, he isn't like his head is not in the game anymore. Daenerys is not Ultimate be yes, man. But like
1: sometimes dude, you gotta say no. She's the Mad Queen. That's what it is. She's her father.
2: Like She killed so many innocents. She didn't have to do it, dude. She totally didn't have to do that. Like, What was the point? They that?
1: had it.
0: They'd won.
2: Oh, it was over, dude. They threw down their swords, you go, you kill Cersei, and call it a day. If you really want to kill There's Cersei.
1: There's no one to rule over now. You killed the entire it was population a, of a, King's Landing. It I was, was a little
2: more than giving Chris Paul that contract, and or Bismack Beyond. <laughs> I was
0: a little bummed because I knew that she was gonna fly to the Red Keep, obviously. But what I wanted at the same time was Tyrion running to the Bell while she was flying to the Red <laughs> Keep.
2: <laughs> oh God! She was well, the Bell rang and she flew anyway. And At that point, I was like, dude,
1: nah- I would have loved like a Ferris Bueller type, like ending running scene where Ferris is trying to get home, yeah. before like the parents get home. Uh-huh. So, like, should gets to That's the great. bell before like, love the dragon gets there. I love there. that, yeah. I was like, bop, 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 and yes, bop, the- bop, 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 bop,
2: I-, I think you guys can. Wow, wow. Like, <laughs> I, think, I think you guys m- might disagree, but I think you're on gonna have a better last line.
1: Yeah, that line sucked. I killed Jamie Lannister.
2: You blatantly did. Fuck you. Fuck you, when you didn't kill him. The rocks
1: killed also, James Lannister.
2: Also, Jamie
0: Lannister killed you, bro. He killed, he killed you. you. He killed you, but but with weird. Like,
1: multiple stab wounds in one hand. And multiple like, stab wounds? Come, come on, man. We're not like a little punk.
2: Yeah, dude. Like that yeah, that was
0: You're gonna tell me though that Jamie is walking up six hundred flights of stairs to the red keep <coughs> after he got stabbed twice? Like yeah. in the in the inner organs, like in the midsection area. That's, like, where all the, that's where all the good stuff is. For like a fantasy. In your giblets.
2: For a fantasy show, like Game of Thrones used to be believable. Like there used to be a sense of reality. And now it's just no holds barred.
0: I see a building come down on Arya Stark and now she's in a room. Yeah. How'd
1: she get in that room?
2: Too much. Yeah, that room. Like also the-
1: like her makeup was fucking awful. She had like green in her face. And like ash all over her face. She's I mean, getting, like, yeah.
0: She's getting hit with ash, dude. Yeah. What's the green shit? Here's the one it's thing like I'll say about dust. Game of Thrones: I, is I will never, fine. I won't poo-poo the production teams because those no, people are no like the way. hardest
2: that's, working people that's ever. A, that's a wrong. Uh, no offense, I think that's wrong on your part. You think it's wrong on my part?
1: Yeah, I'm wagging go, my go, finger. Yeah. You no, know, go look at her. Go oh, look. I will at look
2: her. after the show. I will take a look. I will give a fair, honest look. You can also, I just, I just saw so post.
1: Aaron Rodgers would, was in this episode. He was an extra. Really? He was one Let of the. See that? He was one of the. I guess people in King's Landing getting fried. Oh, Roger. He, he just posted on his Instagram. So i'll go over. check it out.
2: I'm, I'm over Rogers, honestly. Do you know
0: it would be really helpful for all the members of King's Landing?
2: State Farm Insurance. Seriously, fire protection is that a thing? Could be. Dragon protection. Dragon protection. And I will say this though, everyone, Varus again, best dressed to close out. Best dressed. Best dressed for sure.
1: Oh yeah, Josh definitely Googled that outfit uh, as we we're watching, and he made a purchase.
2: No, dude, you you were like, wow, good good outfit. You said it. Yeah,
1: and I gave you the motivation to Google it and buy it. Good outfit,
0: but if you're if you're rolling out of bed and you're looking like, if you're rolling out of bed and looking like Gregor Clegane, there's not much you can do with a good outfit. I'm gonna be honest.
2: No, no, and oh, how cute was it when like Arya was like Sandor? Oh, when
0: she named when she threw the first name at him. I I dug that. That was
1: cool. Was gonna say Hound.
2: No, she's called him the Hound the whole time. The whole the whole show. I did like that moment. That was a nice moment. That was a
1: nice moment. Also, to talk about. You know, outfits and wardrobes right now. We're all wearing Arizona attire. Oh, we've we've we officially transferred to the University of Arizona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're little, gra- grad little, students.
2: A Little shout out. My sister had a graduation, so I brought back a Trevor Hoffman shirt for our snacks and a Jenny Finch shirt for toss. And we're rocking full U of A gear on the show today. I don't know what Go Jenny's Wildcats. up to, but I, I hope she's doing well.
1: Does she want to be on the show? I would. I would
2: love to have love Jenny on the show. Jenny Finch. She struck. I think she struck on Mike Piazza. Did she?
1: Yeah. In the celebrity softball game, right?
2: Yeah, she was like whipping She can whip it, dude. Yeah. She so can whip it fast, bro. Yeah. And speaking of whipping it fast, the fans she whip are out. She me fast. Oh, God. Drag both feet <sighs> inbound. Swing on a full count. Rip that puck. Hit that putt. Hit your PKs because they free. Get that iron thrown and hit your free throws. Why, guys? Because they free. We out ya, We love you.
1: Pass to Leiter. Puts it up. Yeah!
2: It's Lillard. He got the shot. Oh
1: Derek Jeter. Where fantasy becomes reality. Anything's possible. Anything's possible.